0: Hello brothers and sisters, this is Brother Leonard. God bless you. It's a wonderful day to be alive. It's a wonderful year to be alive. And so this is our first broadcast in 2023. So obviously uh, we're excited about that. It's a new year. Uh, It's a time to refocus and really set our minds on what is that uh, most important thing that we need to be cognizant of. And so, I tell you brothers and sisters, there's there's a lot of things to talk about. As you know, um, just it's been crazy times and as we go into a new year, we really want to hit the reset button and just say, Lord, just uh, let's start this thing over. You know, and I wish it was that simple uh, and it's not, but we do know that these seasons come for a reason um, there's nothing new under the sun, and so we we see times of difficulty uh in human history we've all we've always seen that you know that as you go each decade, sometimes it becomes more difficult, maybe it's because we're becoming uh we're getting older and we're starting to see the world for the way it really is. It's a fallen world, and in this world, we really uh need to have A relationship with God and if you don't have a relationship with God it's gonna be very hard for you to be in this world and not have God in your life is a very tough proposition and so uh, I just encourage you as you listen to this word um, let it sink into your heart God is gonna do something through this word uh, and it's gonna be a blessing to you because as we start the new year and we refocus we need to refocus in all of our areas right especially our faith and so brothers and sisters today i want to talk to you about the importance of faith faith in our relationship with god faith in what we do every single day the things we deal with every day so let's pray father in the name of jesus we thank you for your word today We thank you, God, because we know that without you, we can do nothing this day. We ask you to bless your word this day. Let it go out with power. Let it go out with clarity. Father, anoint this word. Anoint our ears to hear. Lord, our hearts to understand. I thank you, God, that you already told us that the word of God is alive and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing line of the soul and the spirit, And of the joints in the morrow, it's a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. And so, Father, as we go forth today, we thank you for your word and for what you're going to do this day. In Jesus' name, amen. Brothers, Brothers and sisters, we often talk about faith. And in its simplest form, faith is our trust and our reliance on God. And you can put your faith in anything. Some people put their faith in themselves and and they put faith in others and the truth is faith is trust its trust in God you know the Bible says in Romans 1 17, that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God and so as we refocus for this new year coming up we gotta understand that if faith comes by hearing and then hearing by the Word of God that means, number one, we're going to have to get into the Word of God. We have to start reading and meditating the Word again. Brothers and sisters, the Word is our food. It's our substance. You know, it's our sustenance. We, we can't do it without the Word. Now, I did say uh, just a moment ago that the Word of God was alive and powerful. And so you need that in your spirit. For that word to come alive in you. And you know, I'm going to tell you that some of you all are baby Christians, and the Bible says, as newborn babes, desire the sincere milk of the word. So you can't grow. Think about it like this when those little babies come into the world, they have an automatic sucking reflex. They're looking for their mom's uh, breast so that they can get some milk. They're hungry, right? And so they want to eat, and the breast milk is what helps them start off early development to keep them strong until they get to a certain age where they can consume um, more of a uh, mature kind of uh, meal for them. And so as a newborn babe, you have to really get into the Word of God so that you can begin to know God. Did you know that's the way we know God is through His Word? That's the way we learn to trust God It's through his word and as you study and those words are revealed to you off that page and into your life, you understand that God is who he says he is. So faith is important, brothers and sisters, and again, it can't come unless you're hearing the word of God, you know, unless you're in the word of God and then you get to put God to the test you get to test God yes you you do because what you do is you believe God's word and you say his word and then you can understand that God is a God of his word because when you watch your prayers come to fruition you'll know man God heard me and 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 God um, he did what he said he was gonna do now I'm gonna tell you you know that's really exciting when you experience God and you watch him do what he says he's gonna do I mean in your life the first thing the devil's gonna tell you that was a coincidence when you pray for something and it came to pass you know the devil's definitely gonna tell you that was a coincidence but I'm gonna tell you all throughout the Bible people uh, trusted God they trusted Jesus when he was down here on this earth Jesus was on his way to Capernaum one day and there was a centurion and that's a Roman soldier who has great authority. He came to Jesus and he asked Jesus to heal his servant. And Jesus told him, I will, and you know, I'll go with you. And the centurion told Jesus, That's not necessary. I don't need you to go because I'm, you know, I'm not worthy for you to come to my house. But if you would just speak the word only, uh, my servant would be made whole. He, and then the centurion said I'm a man under authority and I tell this man to go and he goes and I tell this man to come and he comes and the centurion recognized that Jesus had authority because he saw Jesus doing miracles he saw Jesus exercise authorities over devils and demons because you got to remember that the Romans occupied Jerusalem at that time in history um, they were uh, in charge of Jerusalem they basically took Jerusalem and they occupied Jerusalem so the people the Roman so soldiers would see the people come and go and they saw Jesus, they knew who Jesus was. He was a very popular figure back then and they knew exactly who he was and obviously they kept an eye on him but this Centurion, observed Jesus on several occasions and he recognized that Jesus had authority over sickness and disease. He had authority over devils and demons and evil spirits. And he saw that because he saw him being cast out of people. He saw how they reacted before Jesus touched him and then afterwards he saw probably blind eyes open. So the centurion knew that Jesus had the authority to cure and to heal what was ailing his servant. And so he went over and he asked Jesus, and Jesus said, yes, I'll go with you. And then when the centurion said, no, but speak the word only, Jesus said, I haven't seen such faith. No, not in Israel. In other words, the centurion didn't need to see Jesus do it. He just knew that based on the authority that he saw Jesus exercise, he said, all I have to do is believe this man. And he speaks the word, and those same demons, that same sickness, that same disease, that is affecting my servant he will be cured of I know this without a doubt and see listen brothers and sisters that's the importance of faith because what it does it gives you that belief that stern belief to know that God will answer your prayer that God will move in your situation but you have to believe he that cometh to God must first believe that he is and that he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him the Bible says that faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. And so you need to exercise your faith. That's your trust in God and that's developed through the word of God. And So as you live your life experientially, as you go into the word of God and as you, you meditate the word and as you uh, re- as you begin that relationship with God, you'll begin to see that faith works. I'm going to tell you, brothers and sisters, I can't tell you how many times my back has been against the wall and God has rescued me. You know, and and I'm telling you, sometimes, I'll be honest with you, it was a struggle because I, I'm thinking to myself, my mind didn't want me to believe that God would do that for me. You know, and sometimes you have to, listen, you have to get out of that mentality because one of the things that will hold your faith back is you, um, you just you're struggling with the fact that God won't do it for me because I sinned or because I did something wrong let me tell you something brothers and sisters the Bible says that you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus the scripture says that he who knew no sin became sin that we could become the righteousness of God in Christ it's not based on our behavior we're gonna mess up we're gonna make mistakes we're gonna do things wrong we are going to sin, no matter how perfect you think you are, you always sin every single day. And the Bible says that if you confess your sin, He's faithful and just to forgive you of your sin and to cleanse you from all unrighteousness. What I'm telling you, brothers and sisters, is that yes, behavior is important, and yes, it is important that you represent God as best you can, but you are going to make mistakes. You are human, you are going to slip and make a mistake, you're going to say the wrong thing you're gonna do the wrong thing you're not gonna do everything right you know and sometimes you struggle with that old person that old man you know after you got saved you struggle with that but the, the reason why you study the word and the reason why you meditate the word is so that you can check your behavior did you know that your mind is renewed day by day the bible says to be not conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind and so, as you get into the Word of God, it helps, it renews your mind, and it does help you with your behavior. It'll help you check your behavior. You know, it takes away those old things and those old thoughts and the old ways. You know that you, the way you work. And here's what you got to understand: faith is important, but faith comes out of the spiritual realm. It's the currency of the spiritual realm. So, in other words, in the natural realm, money is the currency. The Bible says that money answereth all things. So if money is the currency of this physical world, this natural realm, then faith is the currency of the spiritual realm. Just like money answers all things in the natural, the Bible says faith is the answer to all things in the spiritual. So it's my dependence on God. It's I depend on God because I know he can do it because I know he will do it because listen if he spared not his own son but delivered him up for us all how shall he not by him also freely give us all things if he didn't withhold his own son from us what makes you think he's gonna withhold things that you need the Bible says that he promises to supply all your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. So why would he withhold those things from you when he didn't even withhold his own son? When your mortal soul, your spirit was on the line, when you were destined for hell, you were destined to burn in eternity forever and forever. The Bible says that Jesus was manifested in the flesh and came, came here on this earth to die for our sins. And so if he would do that for us, when we were sinners, think about what he, he's going to do for us We're when we his children. I mean, David said, I was young and now I'm old. And never have I seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. God is going to do it for us, y'all. That's why he wants us to have faith in him. I heard a preacher say one time that the words F-A-I-T-H means Father and I through the Holy Ghost. Think about that. Faith is Father and I through the Holy Ghost, the Spirit of God, the absolute power of God. The Bible said it's not by power nor by might, but it's by my spirit, saith the Lord of hosts. And so I'm telling you, brothers and sisters, to put your trust in the Lord. And remember, the way faith is developed is through the word of God. So you got to get in the word, whether you study the word, uh, the Bible itself, or if you download an app, a Bible app, and you do it Uh, that way Um, or you put on some um, some good preaching all that helps right but get that word whether it's electronic or you know it's the Bible um, on in, in, in a regular form I just need you to get the word that's what's important and see I'm gonna tell you the devil is trying to keep you from the word so he can get you discouraged if he can get you discouraged and then Now you're starting to feel bad and you're not fighting back. Then what he comes to do is he comes to try to steal your faith. He knows that faith is the answer. He knows that faith is the key. Because once you develop that faith in the Lord and you know God will move on your behalf, you become dangerous to the kingdom of God. Because now you start to do things like pray and use your faith. And just remember that faith and prayer goes hand in hand. You know, once you develop that faith, then you need to use that faith. You use use that faith through speaking the word. You use that faith through praying to God and speaking the word. That's how you use your faith. Father, I believe you, Lord, that you're going to send people in my path today so I can tell them about your goodness. And God will send people in your path that day so that you can tell them about his goodness. I'm telling you, faith works. The Bible is really clear about faith. Because we can't please God without faith. God doesn't want uh, doubt and unbelief. He wants you to trust Him. I mean, think about it. I have children. All my children are grown now. But when they were younger, they trusted me. And they still to this day, they trust me because we have a relationship. And they know when they come over my house, they don't ask me, Dad, if I can go in the refrigerator to get uh, a bottle of water. They get a bottle of water out of the refrigerator. They go into the cabinet to get what they want, to get something to eat. They might say, Dad, do you have anything in the refrigerator to eat? I say, yeah, it's something in there. Look in there. And they'll go in there and look because they have that relationship with me. And they know if they ask, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to meet that need. And that was my responsibility while they were growing up, is to meet their needs. And they knew if they needed anything, they needed to ask Dad. They needed to ask Mom they always knew that and that was very important and so it's the same way so I'm telling you brothers and sisters let's start with getting in the word and developing that relationship that we have with God and I'm gonna tell you as you get into the word and as you begin to study and put that faith to work you'll begin to discern the voice of God you will begin to hear God speak to your spirit you know and that's one of the things we need to talk about also is how do we hear God how do we know he's speaking to us because God speaks to us many ways he speaks to us through his word you know he speaks to us in that small still voice God speaks to us through other people through circumstances he speaks to us uh, through a variety of ways and, and so it's important that we know that but just remember brothers and sisters faith it's important and we have to make sure that we're walking in faith and not unbelief the Bible says God didn't give us a spirit of fear but power love and of a sound mind fear often comes to try to rob us of our faith you know the fear that whatever we're dealing with is gonna win uh, the fear that whatever we're going through is gonna take us down you know that's the fear I'm talking about and God didn't give us that spirit I'm not telling you that there are times where you know, you go on in life and you won't get, you won't be afraid. I'm not saying that because you, you, I mean, fear is a natural human emotion. So you're going to experience fear. God gave us those emotions, right? But he didn't give us a spirit of fear. That's a dominant spirit that makes us afraid in every situation. That's not God, but God gave us a spirit of power and love and a sound mind and our mind will be sound if we get into the word and we study the word of god and we do what god wants us to do brothers and sisters i'm gonna stop there uh... It's so much to talk about when you're dealing with faith and when you're dealing with asking god for things and praying and and uh, all those things and those are questions that a lot of us have out there you know we got lots of questions and i tell you um, I'm, I'm more than willing to uh... to answer as many questions as possible you know through the word of God um, if those questions you know you want to email me something you had a question uh, concerning in faith or what have you uh, my email address is Cousins at sbcglobal.net l-e-o-n-a-r-d-c-o-u-s-i-n-s at s as in sam b as in boy c as in charlie global spelled golf L Lima, O, Oscar, B, Boy, A Apple, and L Lima. Sbcglobal dot net. and just you can send those to me and and just give me an email address and I'll send it back to you. But God bless you today. listen. If you never exceed that Christ as your Lord and Savior, here's an opportunity to do that the only way that you can have a real relationship with God is that first of all you have to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior that's the most important thing you can't get to God without going through Christ and so Jesus said I'm the way the truth and the life no man can come into the Father except he first come by me and so that's the most important part of it is that we come to Jesus first and then we begin to experience all that God has for us so if you've never accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior pray this prayer with me say Lord Jesus I come to you right now and I'm a sinner and I need to be saved say Lord I repent of my sin I renounce the devil and I believe that you died for my sins I believe that God raised you from the dead, and I accept you as my Lord and Savior. Lord Jesus, come into my heart and be the Lord and Savior of my life. Lord Jesus, thank you for saving me. Thank you, I'm your child. I'm saved. I'm saved. I'm saved. So, brothers and sisters, if you prayed that prayer, you're now a child of God. The only requirement is that you believe that from your heart. And so, now I want you to get in a good Bible-believing church. Get you a a Bible. And you can download the app. Or you can uh, just get a traditional Bible. But at any rate, what you do is you get that Bible and you begin to study that Bible. Because it's important that... You uh, get the word and you remember desire to send to the of the word so you can grow. OK, so that's what's important. But anyway, God bless you. Have an encouraging day to day. Do some great things. And to God be the glory. God bless you. God keep you.